Hello fellow geeks. Welcome to another episode of Stolen Fate from Level 1 Geek. As usual, we have Chase as our long-suffering game master, M as the vigilant crunk, Katie as the misunderstood gingham, and Tori, that's me, as the smooth-talking Jack. This is the audio version of our actual play video series, which you can watch over at youtube.com slash level1geek. Now, let's roll. Welcome back to Stolen Fate. We're on episode to be determined because I haven't been counting. I've just been having a good time. And when we last left off, you guys were just crossing your portals back into the Harrow Court after you obtained the Juggler card, which is with you, right, Gingham? Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Also, side note, when you ask me how many potions I have, I'm going to say, I don't know. I've just been having fun. I'm not counting. Good call. That's uh, good to know. You guys walk through the portal, and the thing that you notice, not immediately, but like I'll just talk about this first, is that when you step through, Haro Court is looking even nicer. It seems like every time you step through, things have been tidied up a bit, and the uh, grand courtyard here where all the arches are actually looks great. You don't see a bunch of simulacra walking around doing renovations anymore. It looks beautifully recreated nice drapes hanging from the ceiling a big grand table in the center the archways have had like rugs and stuff put around them it looks great aside from that the first thing that you notice when you step through is you see shadow is immediately waiting for you and shadow looks slightly different in the fact where he had no mouth the last time you saw him he still has no mouth but he has some adhesed twine in the shape of a smiley face on his mouth I don't like it. <laughs> he just comes walking directly up into Jack's personal bubble, just like before. And you guys are back in the Harrow Court. Noticeably for you as well, Gingham, when you walk through, you can feel a tingling from the juggler as if it's itching to escape like the rest of the other Harrow cards. Oh, right. I'll release it. All right. So you, you peel it off like some sort of sticker off of the card and a little golden light flickers, and you see it dash out from the Harrow Court to who knows where. But as you do that, and shortly after it dashes around one of the hallways, you guys see a human-sized version of the dragon that you just tricked come stomping around the hall, peeks its head in. Well, what are you doing with that one? That another epitome? Uh-huh. Hey, guy. Hey, I'm glad you finally recognized me. I was getting a little tired of you guys, like, forgetting my face. It was starting to feel personal, you know? Gingham has slid behind Jack. Yep. Where did that one go, that epitome? What's it do? Uh, depends. Which one was it? Didn't get a good sniff of it as it went by. The juggler. Juggler. Oh, you'll just need to step out to the little township right out front. You guys want to go check it out? Yes, I could go for a walk. I suppose. Hey, thanks for bringing Shadow around, by the way. He's just been a delight. He's been in a really good mood lately. Good company. Is it because of the smile? Well, I mean, I would say the smile's because he's in a good mood. Isn't that why you smile? Does he change the shape of the, the twine? The twine. What's a twine? Okay, never mind. It doesn't matter. Jack is going to take a quick look, though, and see how exactly this twine is adhered to Shadow's face. So as you look really closely, 
it looks like there's just little sinews of skin holding it in place. Like as if the skin has started to grow to the twine. Oh, gods, I really don't like that. As you say that, the twine droops and goes to a frown. No, I. it's not your fault, Shadow. I just mean it's kind of gross. It goes to a straight line. I'm friends with other gross people. Like who? Mm-hmm. Let's go look at the juggler. You need a guide, bosses? Or are you good to go check it out on your own? I've got a busy list of things to do, but I've always got time for my managerial staff. I don't think Crunk really wants a tour right now. Thanks, though, Guy. I'll let you take it. You just let me know if you need anything. Guy, do you ever spar? He uh, sneezes and it crackles with lightning. Nah, no. Can't say that I do. Would you like to try? How does one spar? Doesn't that mean, like... You just fight each other and then stop before the other one's dead. (laughs) Wow, I had that really wrong. Yeah, no, I've done that before. We should do that later. All right, whatever you say, boss. All right. Well, you go elsewhere and we'll kick each other's ass later. He uh, flies down the hallway. I've just been really wanting to hit that guy. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys are going to go check out the uh, township? Yeah. Is this also where Krunk's paladin friends hang out? They kind of hang out everywhere, but yeah, it seems like the most stationed place. This is where most of the simulacra seem to reside. This like seems to be where they live. You guys have seen the township before, but as you approach it, you can see that in the center of it, there is a large group of performers that are juggling and doing tricks. And they all look like figures that you all know from memory, along with the citizens that are surrounding them, clapping and being excited. And it really brightens up the town a bit. Mechanically, for you guys, what you guys can do with the juggler epitome is you guys can spend eight hours interacting with the entertainers. If you do, you can do one of two things. You can either change where the exit point of your closet is from Haro Court. So right now, if you guys step out of your closets, you guys are back in stirrup and barding. You guys can spend eight hours changing this as you interact with the uh, jugglers they will put on a performance about wherever the town or places that you're going to change your location to and you can customize where your closet exits to so if you have a home back on galerion or elsewhere you can have your closet exit there or you can just change it at will the other thing that you can do is you can attempt a performance check after eight hours and you can try to change what type of entertainment these performers are providing for the town and that may have secret benefits or penalties. Interesting. Is it? Can it be like anything we can think of, or is it like anything you can think of? Huh. Okay. Interesting. I don't like Paizo's hidden penalties. They're dangerous. Mm-hmm. They have no sense of chill. That's Paizo. They have no sense <laughs> of chill. So, with that being said. What are you guys going to do? Every time you come back, you got a little bit of downtime if you want it. You're also welcome to just head straight back out if you want. I think we should at least rest here. Probably a good idea. As a reminder, as you guys step through the archways, they did not shuffle this time. They have not done that yet. So the uh, juggler is now faded away, and there's just a faint little mist in that archway. And the ones that are still active and glowing with some sort of location behind the mist... From left to right, if you're looking at them, is the big sky, the trumpet, 
the snake bite and the theater. Interesting. So you guys can decide what to do with that. You guys are on fate day six after you rest. So yeah, I mean, you guys go back to your rooms. It's a safe rest. Nothing eventful. You guys can go ahead and do your resting effects, as it were. Any RP or anything of note that we need to take care of for this evening? Yes. Okay. One thing. Yep. Uh, Gingham's going to go over to Krunk and tap Krunk. Um, Krunk? What? Uh, I I have a, something for you. And what is that little thing? Uh, I'll dig in the bag of holding and pull out Krunk's sword. Here you go. What are you doing with that? I got it back from the dragon before I ran. What? But this was supposed to be payment to the dragon for the key. Uh-huh. So what did the dragon get paid with? Oh, it didn't. It got robbed blind. <laughs> it's, when, where, when and where is this happening? I just want to know. Paint me the, the scene, Katie. Oh, where are we? Probably right before bed. Like, Gingham sat on the sword for that long. What? Maybe right after that. I don't know. Timing is a construct, obviously, Tori. (laughs) Probably as we're walking away. I kind of think that's funny if they did. I'm just clarifying. (laughs) Yeah. Just once the day's winding down. So you stole this from the dragon. And you left this from the rabbit prince. What is your game, little gingham? What is what is your what is your plot here? My plot? Yeah. I don't I don't quite get you. You play to be this little harmless crafter being, and yet you have the power to capture the uncatchable. And to soothe a dragon and steal from them without consequence. What the hells are you? Um, I'm a puppet. Is it stealing if it was yours in the first place and the dragon was maybe probably going to eat us anyway? Trunk will reluctantly take the sword and inspect it. Is this some kind of cursed item? No, I, unless the dragon had some kind of touch power, I just took it back from its claws and put it in my bag. I got a little singed after, but I, I, I don't know. You know, I met Jack after a divine insight from Desna herself. And yet, I have not seen anything to do with you, little one. Jack seems to have. But I've got my eye on you, and you should know that. Okay. Until we figure out what exactly is going on, because you must be some sort of powerful reincarnated soul to be achieving the feats that you have, because they are godly. Are they? A bit. Oh. I don't know about that. I'm just Gingham. Well, I hope you sleep well tonight, Gingham. I'll be on my way. Okay. (laughs) But I'm just gonna stand there and wait for Gingham to walk away. Gingham will wander off 
in a confused manner. <laughs> what does that mean? You're walking into walls and shit? No. Yeah, you know the puppy head tilt and then leaves? <laughs> like, hmm. Excellent. So that happened. It's fate day six. You guys wake up in the horror court. Things are lovely. Your rooms are getting very comfortable. Is there hot water yet in the bathtubs, in there the jacuzzi is. tubs? Yes. Yep. They're uh, they're quite comfortable. They're about as comfortable as like a moderately priced hotel at the moment. That's pretty comfortable. Yeah. Mm. Maybe even a little nicer because of some of the amenities. One thing I wanted to clarify for rules of the juggler, you guys can individually customize your closets. That's not one shared thing. That would be kind of funny. Everyone <laughs> unloads into Crunk's house or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that would be hilarious. No, but I was going to say, I think it's a hilarious image of Crunk getting into his water all the way up to his eyes and just steaming there, considering the whole day. Hmm. I love that. Meanwhile, Jack's in his room with all of the loot spread out, (laughs) taking careful inventory of every gold piece, every silver piece, every piece of dragon hide armor. Jack's probably getting paid more than he ever has in his life. Yeah, this is this is lucrative business right here. <laughs> getting a whole dragon's horde. All right, any downtime activities for you guys today? Or are you guys heading back out? Or are you done? Are you retiring as adventurers? I mean, the world That's is it. your oyster. That's so. it. We robbed a dragon like blind. Yeah, yeah you, you can't top that, I think. <laughs> How long will it take to go out to the freaking thing and see empty throne oh that's just that's nice and quick it's still empty god damn it i'm never using this thing again (laughs) (laughs) okay then you will never learn its secrets chase i have left i've left like four different things three two three things there damn and none of them have worked and i have no clue as to how to make it do anything or did they work what is working that's what science and mystery is all about nothing happened thus <laughs> did not work <laughs> all right at some point jack will try to gather you two together to go through all this all these goodies so we kind of made a swift exit back after we got the sword and stuff from the dragon but i did mean to tell you guys that we got a lot more than just that giant key oh and he takes his bag of holding which for the the purpose of this conversation he's only filled with the stuff from the dragon's hoard he's left everything else in his room but jumps it all out on the big dining room table that they have and there's cloud dragon hide armor there's a jeweled scepter there's a bunch of coin there's a plus two striking darkwood club. There's some gold goblets. There's a mask and uh, some oil and a tanglefoot bag, I believe is everything. So, yeah, I mean, we can sell a bunch of this stuff, but I thought I would see if you guys want any of it before we liquefy it. Desna's wings, where did all of this come from? Well, it's a dragon, so it had a bit of a horde. I mean, I was left alone in the horde. I wasn't going to just take the giant key that was going to be maybe useless to us anyway. I see. Well, then, this is a mind-boggling amount of treasure. Yeah, I was thinking the dragonhide armor could look cool on you, Crunk, since it's like blue 
you know, could like kind of go with your whole color scheme. But uh, yeah, Gingham, what's up? This isn't like school. You don't have to raise your hand. Oh, well, I was just wondering if this was also considered stealing. Probably. Is that a problem? No, I was just wondering. Okay. Yeah, I, I stole it. Or Gingham? It wasn't being used. It was just sitting in a pile, and the dragon probably stole it, too. Gingham's looking at Krunk, waiting for some kind of lecture. Krunk is ignoring Gingham right now, and is focused on this armor, and is, like, feeling it and trying to compare it to his own to see if there is a... what the comparison is, strength-wise. Yours is a total of eight bonus. This one's a total of six. So if you swapped your rune on it, it would be a plus seven as opposed to your plus eight currently. The bonus is that it, the armor itself is immune to electricity. And then while you're wearing it, you get a plus one bonus to your AC and saving throws against any effect that does electricity damage. That's pretty cool. That is pretty dope. It's kind of sad that dragon hide is less protective than just normal full plate. I think it's half plate. Yeah. Is there a way to make it full plate? Yeah. Yeah, it would just, it would be 100 gold to make it to full plate. I don't have 100 gold, I have three. 100 gold? Uh-huh. We could do that easy. Now, Jack, I would love to wear this. However, it doesn't have the right coverage that I require. Do you know of, uh, didn't you have a crafter friend at the, at the bazaar? Well, I guess there was that one smith who seems to think I am in love with my late wife, Victoria. He seems to feel bad for me. I could probably get him to help us out. Mm. That could be beneficial, as Little Gingham is spending time on this uh, orb. Oh, no, the dwarf's doing it. I set the dwarf about to do it on his own. I see. Does Krunk seem like he does not want gingham to do this yeah, project he's side-eyeing he's side-eyeing gingham like one the, the wheels are turning of this this little poppet has already given me a cursed sword dare i let <laughs> the poppet adjust the armor and curse the armor as well i i, I have i've has never done worse in combat than he did with this brand new super spendy sword there's, there's curses everywhere curses could I try an insight check on Krunk? Oh yeah, it's pretty easy. Is there is there a problem? Not yet. Okay. Well, Gingham, do you want to craft armor or do you want to do other stuff? Because we can just go pay for this too. I could craft it if Krunk is fine with it. And you won't do anything odd to it. You it won't disappear after a day after you change it. No. And this is something you think you can handle? I. All right. Well, then, I suppose I shall let you adjust this. Thank you. Okay, well, that was weird. <laughs> anyway, Gingham, this strange mask also was in the pile of crap. It looked like something you might like wearing. I don't know. It's a mask of terror, Katie. So people might get frightened if they attack you. Gingham holds it up to their face. There's just glowing eyes through the mask holes. Ooh, that's fun. Terrifying, which I think means it's working. Lovely. 
Do you mind if I take it? Be my guest. I would never want to deny the world of my beautiful face. Hmm. Oh, here's these for the day. It's your Mortalis coins. That are Take your vitamins. <laughs> you guys want to do a crafting and shopping montage? Yeah, we could do that real quick. Sure. All right, so... Jack, you seem like our wheeler and dealer of this group, so give us the shopping montage. What'd you sell? What'd you buy? How'd you get your good deals? Okay, well, to give the summary first, we are we are selling the plus two greater striking, striking, whatever it was, Darkwood Club, mm -hmm. and the treasure, the gold goblets and the scepter and things like that. And then we're just going to top off our healing. We picked up, we're going to pick up some healing scrolls and some healing potions. Yeah, I think Gingham is crafting for the day, working on that dragon hide armor. So I think it succeeded. Totally yes. not cursing it. Armor. <laughs> totally not cursing the armor Nothing in about any way. Curses, no. Just crafting. So that means that Jack and Crunk are going to head back through their closets. To the Grand Bazaar once again. The Grand Bazaar. How nice to just have the shopping center in your closet. I wish kinda I is. could have that. <laughs> it's kind of great. Yeah, I know with the juggler we can change that, but like maybe maybe I don't want to do that. <laughs> so convenient. Okay, Crunk. One thing you may have noticed that I do when I'm looking for a deal, it helps to mm, exaggerate how much something might be worth. It's not, you know, you're not cheating anybody because it is worth a lot. All of these shop owners and stuff, they're all trying to gouge you. They're never going to pay you what a thing is actually worth. Of course, it is the, the nature of business to each person to try and get the best deal possible. I understand, Jack. Yeah, uh, How exactly. can I help you get your best deal possible? Well, I actually think you're you're natural at this. I mean... Mm. With the whole Vic the Queen Victoria bit, you remember that with the dagger? You know, you just made that up right on the spot. So I'm thinking we can just kind of do something like that again. I'll be all over your back, Jack. Let's do this. Oh, okay. Maybe don't say it like that, but all right, let's do oh. it. Oh, of course. Yes. Whatever you're most comfortable with. Well, we're selling this club, so... All right. Perhaps I can demonstrate how best it could be used. And Crunk hey. will give you a sly wink. Yeah, let's head over there. That shop seems soft. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't think I want to go to the same blacksmith who has taken pity on me in the past, Chase. I like it, yeah. I'll go name brand, stick it to the corporate overlords, you know? <laughs> Love yeah. it. How are you haggling for your goods? Well, if Crunk wanted to lead out on this, I'll just, I'll build off of what you give me him. Yeah, so Crunk's going to walk up and he says, well, hello there. Say it's a kobold on a stool. I have some excellent goods to sell you. All right, what do you got? This, and I'm just going to whip out this club and just smash it on the table. And it accidentally breaks the table and everything collapses onto the ground. I want you to buy this. It's quite strong. Yeah, whoa, settle down. 
It's a good thing I got this self-repairing table and it just kind of floats everything back up. Be surprised how often that happens. I knew that it did that. Well, as you can see, it is of the finest wood that is dark. Wouldn't you say so, Jack? Slithers up on the table, sniffs it, gives it like a tiny little lick. Yay! Hey, gotta make sure they're legit. That's to say nothing of its storied history as well. You know, a weapon is only as good as the incredible feats that it has accomplished, don't you think? Well, yeah, obviously. So who wielded it? The crunk here? <laughs> it wishes it could have been built by me. However, That's too bad. I think that would have probably driven the price up a little bit. You're a pretty big name around here. Well, I'll have you know that this was not just welded by me myself, though I did use it to break your table. You're free to use that story when you I'm sell gonna. it. But also, this particular weapon was used by the hybrid dragon creature. Obviously, I've heard of Lassiaria. The kobold's eyes seem to get big and glisten as you mention a dragon. Part cloud dragon, part kobold. Yes, and maybe all other dragons things. are part kobolds. Just like we're part dragon. Exactly, but this was a kobold that mated with a dragon, received its blessing, and became able to transform into a full dragon itself. Listen, listen. He looks to Jack and gets kind of close. This guy spins tails. Pretty popular on this part. You telling the truth? He's been in tales. You're asking me. You are asking me if Krunk, the faithful, the one chosen and smiled upon by Desna herself, is lying to you right to your face about yeah. something as incredible and important and divinely inspired as the union of a dragon and a kobold. All right, all right, yeah, no, you're right, it's outlandish, all right. He's gonna dive behind the counter and just starts throwing bags of coin up on the table. Frankly, you're lucky that we decided to come here to this shop to sell it to you. Throws one more bag of coin on the table. I heard that you would be the one who would appreciate this magnificent weapon most, but if this is all you want to offer, I suppose we could take our business elsewhere. Reaches under the table, grabs one more bag of coins, this is way more than anybody else is going to pay. Well, I don't know about that, but I do think I can see your passion for this weapon and the subject behind it. So what do you think, Krunk? I, he seems like a, a worthy buyer. Uh, a little disrespectful, but... Come on! I suppose you're right. Uh, all right, all right. As you wish. Like, she puts his back against the coins and heaves them over to you. Jack just scoops them up in his bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. You guys got 10% more gold. Nice. Just 10? That's a lot. I don't know what I'm whining about. We got a ton of gold. <laughs> 10% on several thousands. Pretty yeah, good. It's pretty it's great. Pretty good. pretty good. All right, and then you guys uh, are also picking up some scrolls and potions for Gingham, yeah? Of course. Yep. Fantastic. Do you trust Gingham? Do I trust Gingham? I'm imagining this, if you will, um, we're, we've got kebabs again, and we're, and we're in the market square. This is We've got the scrolls and the potions. We decided to stop for a quick bite before heading mm -hmm. back. Do I trust Gingham? Yes. I suppose I trust Gingham as much as I trust anybody else. You trust Gingham as much as you trust me? Yeah, probably. Jack. Yes? 
I have... I understand. I thought that there was, you know, I understand. Well, uh, so is that a lot or a little? I don't trust many people a lot. Actually, you know, come to think of it, I don't know if I would say I trust anyone a lot. A lot is a lot, you know? Yeah. I would say I trust you and Gingham more than... Nothing? Most other people. Mm. Mm. You're on a very short list. There's maybe like four people I trust. There's four? Yeah, I don't All know, right. maybe. All right. What What is your relationship with Gingham like? Well, relationship is a totally different thing from trust. Like, do I trust Gingham to steal a sword from a dragon and come running back with me? Yeah. I mean, now I do because I've seen them do it. Do I trust Gingham to not murder me in the night? Mostly. But do I have, like, a relationship with Gingham? Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I was kind of worried that they would die when the dragon was staring down at them. So I suppose that means there's something there. Let's see. Jack's affection is so immense. <laughs> so immense. But I feel like you're asking all these questions for a pretty specific reason. And if I'm just going to be blunt, it doesn't seem like you like Gingham. Well, do you remember when we had that conversation about how Gingham could potentially be your mother? I really try not to think about it ever. <laughs> yeah. I've put it out well, of my mind. Don't you think it's quite strange that this little puppet creature is able to catch the rabbit prince and wrestle him to the ground? Oh, wasn't that a difficult task? Gingham can barely walk up a hill. I know. I've carried Gingham up every hill we've seen. That's true. I was pretty surprised. And, 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 the enthralling a dragon? Obviously, the soul of this puppet is quite strong. And Krunk for a moment considers telling Jack that he's pretty sure Gingham's trying to replace him, but decides not to at the last moment. I just have an odd feeling about it, that's all. I'm keeping an eye on that one. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, Gingham's weird. If that's what you wanted to, me to say, then I'll say it. Oh. Gingham is a total weirdo, and I have no idea <laughs> what even they are, really, or why they are, or who they are. They don't even know that themselves. So hmm. Gingham is just this weird, raggedy ball of mystery. But, you know, I'm okay with that. They don't ask about my personal life, so I don't really need to know more. Do you want to talk about your personal life with somebody? Because if so, uh, I could find someone, I'm sure. <laughs> Jack starts choking on his kebab a little. <laughs> uh, I'm good. Um, no, we don't we really. We really don't need to get I into that. I was going to say Shadow would probably be an eager listener. Yeah, Shadow's <laughs> great at listening. That mostly has to do with the fact that he can't talk. Yeah. It has an, an unnatural obsession with you. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be wary of that. I don't trust people that have unnatural fascinations with a particular person. You know, Krunk, it's funny you say that. You're talking about trust a lot, and you seem to trust me. Am I mistaken in that conclusion? Oh, well, it's sort of like proxy trust. You see, I believe that the goddess Desna led me to you, as I had uh, a divine vision 
where her butterfly brought me directly to you, and then I found you in real life. And this was before we had even met. So I do have a certain amount of trust that you and I are destined to travel together at least for some time. And until I find why that has been, and I assume it is for this whole strange fate intervention with the cards, yes, there is an amount of trust, but it is not because of what I know about you, but it is because of my faith in Desna. Okay, well, if you want to use that comparison, I've had an, a couple of unexplainable, very strange and specific visions that seem to imply that I'm supposed to stick around with you and Gingham. That is what concerns me as well, for I've had divine, I know they come from Desna visions, whereas you are unaligned when it comes to your soul. Anyone could have placed those visions in your mind. Yeah, I guess that's true. There have been plenty of less than friendly things in my mind before, but so far it seems to be working out fine. Yes, it has. But you seem like upset though, Crunk. I mean, beyond just, oh, Gingham's weird. I don't know if I can trust them. I mean, yeah, I get that. I feel kind of the same about all of this. But you seem like personally offended by Gingham frequently. Well, I feel that there has been an odd amount of situations recently where I'll attempt to do something and then Gingham will immediately do the thing as well and surpass me greatly. And yes, I would say that is grating on me a bit. I've spent my entire life doing things like killing things. And yet it was Gingham that took down a plant with a, the hatchet the size of my fingernail. Well, we'd softened them up. I mean, they were, they were, it was going to go down any moment anyway. Well, it's just... I find it strange, and there's some things that I don't immediately trust. Or like. Jack smiles a little. You're kind of jealous of Gingham. I would never be jealous of a little puppet who doesn't even know who they are. <clears throat> okay, if you say so. And even if I was, that would be a completely normal thing. I guess. And then. I don't know. Is it just awkward silence over kebabs? <laughs> it's I don't think it's awkward necessarily, but it's like pensive. Like he seems like he's genuinely thinking over what you said. You don't really think I'm jealous over Gingham, do you? I don't know what else to call it. It always seems like you guys are weirdly competing for my affection or something. I don't know. I don't it's think weird. that Gingham gives a rat's ass about your affection, if I'm being completely honest. Gingham just kind of does whatever Gingham wants. That's true, but I think Gingham is desperately trying to be our friend, just in their own weird way. You know, offering junk and garbage and fixing our stuff oh. and appearing randomly. I and... just thought they liked making things. Well, that probably is true, but, you know, they give us one of these every day. Jack holds up his Mortalis coin. And supposedly it's supposed to keep us from dying. So I can only I... take that as some sort of odd sign of affection. You know, like a cat that brings you a dead mouse or something. That is disturbingly accurate, Jack. Disturbingly. You, you are quite the uh, observationist. Is that a thing? Yeah. And it's kept me alive thus far. I try to pay attention, even if it seems like I'm really not paying attention. 
Well, even if Gingham does become our friend eventually, we were friends first, weren't we, Jack? I guess. For like a you week. You guess? Yeah, that week was very important to both of us. It was very dramatic. That's true. I saved you. You you were very helpful. Thank you. You ever you ever had a, a friend, Crunk? Do you have many friends? It's been a long time. I had friends before I became this. How did that happen? Uh, you remember? It's. I, I do remember. Thought most flesh warps just kind of like gingham. They just kind of weren't one day and then were the next. Some are that way, yes. I have memories of the process beginning, and then the shortly after, and some flashes of the middle. But luckily, that painful event is somewhat obscured. You don't have to talk about it. Perhaps another time, over many drinks, I'd be happy to tell you the tale. All right. Well, that feels like enough bonding for one afternoon for me. Me too. Awkward. A lot of chit-chat. Jack scoops up the rest of his kebab and tosses it to a stray cat and then heads back toward the stirrup and parting. Kronk furtively feeds his second mouth. (laughs) Just like pulls it off of his hand and then puts it down and the tongue comes out and just licks it all out of his palm and pulls it into his mouth. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Okay, and then you guys head on back to where Gingham has been crafting away for a new suit of armor for Crunk. So why don't we jump to where you're finished with that, Gingham? The, the closet door slams open. Honey, I'm home. I brought oh. the groceries. <laughs> Can, where is Shadow, Chase? Probably right outside my room, I imagine. Yep, always waiting for Jack. When you guys come back, Gingham's looking up at Shadow with nails in one hand, going, but what if we took the twine off and we replaced it with these? And that's what you're saying to Shadow? Yeah. It just completely ignores you. Just is tugging. Tugging on, on the twine? No, on, on Shadow. Shadow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, complete ignorance. What exactly is happening here? Hmm? Oh, I just wanted to know, but apparently I can't talk to this thing. Yeah, it it doesn't work. Yeah, You can talk at him, but he doesn't talk back. Uh, When you say that, Jack, the twine kind of starts like doing a wave and like makes like a weird squiggly face on the mouth and then starts to quiver and the twine starts to split into two halves and forms kind of like an oval shape. And it makes a sound. No. Mm. Oh, no. What was that? And then the twine goes back together and it does nothing else. What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? I did not like that. That was not okay. Did you see that? Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. I I think think he tried to talk. Yeah, I think he was trying to respond. Shadow. It's now back to its blink face. It's not even responding to Jack. Nope. Just staring at him in his personal space. So I have a thought. Do you guys think this has anything to do with my promise? It did come hitchhiking back with us. I don't know. He's got hair 
kind of like mine. He's got green eyes. He's very creepy. Honestly, I could pray about it if you wish. Perhaps Desna will divine an answer to me. I mean, I won't stop you. I can't imagine Desna cares all that much about me. Well, I care. Desna gave me a vision about you, Jack. I guess. Sure, pray about it if you want. I shall. It seems like it might be related. Mm. Which, by the way, I'm not planning on keeping my promise. I didn't ever suppose you were going to. No offense. Gingham, Mm? what did you promise? Two favors. If I recall correctly, you volunteered two favors. They didn't even ask for it. Oh, I. It was so that neither one of you would end up dying. Are you planning on doing those, actually? Uh, I think they have to come to collect it, so I don't know. Ever? Ever dying? Well, dying on account of their hand, anyway. Seemed to Were important. they intending to kill us? Well, at the moment, you were I... in danger. See. Well, whatever. That's a problem for future us. I will crank your armor is in your room. I hope it's to your liking. You went in my room? Well, I had someone deliver it. Ah, well, thank you. Thank, thank, thank you for your kind consideration. Is Jack, like, behind Gingham going? <laughs> yep, exactly. He's like... I appreciate it a lot for everything you did with getting me the sword from the rabbit prince. And with my armor, I am now fully bedecked in items that have been touched by your hand. And I'm sure it will bring me great luck in the coming days. Oh, I didn't infuse anything with luck, but I hope they work out well for you. Trunk looks at Jack for approval. (laughs) This is all great. Now, I think you should all get out of my doorway. Right. Good night. As you wish. Fantastic. That makes it fate day seven. Okay, it stresses me out that we're counting, but also I don't know... (laughs) I don't know what we should be rushing for, so... Yeah, you know? Everything's fine. We're living life. That makes me feel less fine, Chase, when you say that, actually. (laughs) Yeah, we're not safe. (laughs) You guys are doing great. I don't believe you. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> All right, you guys wake up. You get your your brekkie. You've got Shadow following Jack around everywhere. His twine is back in a smile today. He's in a good mood. You've got your misty portals. Any other business you guys want to take care of, or are you guys well, heading out to the yeah, next portal? Yeah, I do. I guess table talk for a second. Do we want to go to the carnival? And learn any, I don't know, I guess it wasn't that helpful. Other than we, when we heard about the dragon, we knew it was going to be, like, probably an enemy, but. We could spend eight hours then directly head. We could. Be a long day, but sure. Eh, it's not like we're spending spell slots. And it, we're, we'll get all hyped up on cotton candy. We'll be ready to go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mountain Dew and cotton candy. An attempted <laughs> bonding experiment with. <laughs> Team bonding <laughs> exercise. Team team building exercise. This is where we're at. 
All right, okay. then bright and early, we're rope dropping the carnival, Chase. Rope dropping the carnival. Fantastic. I mean, are you all doing it together or are you guys splitting up and doing other things? Like what's what's the play here? The only other thing I think might be worth is just maybe trying to change the performance type. My gosh, I was just thinking purposes. that. Okay, well, what is Gingham? <laughs> would Gingham rather go to the carnival or or hang out with the jugglers? Trunk can go do the jugglers. You need to have an RP scene, Katie. I, it really doesn't Yeah, but I was wondering me. if Crunk and Gingham would want to go together. Or <laughs> is Jack like, here's the get along shirt. You're maybe, both in it. Maybe, actually, yeah. Yeah, I got an idea, Chase. Oh, okay. no. If you guys no. are okay with that before, before you just plow ahead. Okay. Em, you good? Yeah. Okay. I think Em and I are going to share the same sentiment. Uh-huh. Continue. Jack, this is so the night the night before dinner, Jack made plans with everyone to go to the carnival. He talked about how great it was gonna be. And then he gets they all get up and get ready to go in the morning. And then Jack gets really sick. Oh man, I don't feel good at all. I think I ate something weird at breakfast. You know, who knows what guy puts in that stuff? Why don't you guys just go ahead without me? It's okay. I just need to sleep it off. I'll be fine. And then we'll be ready to go through the next portal. Uh, are you sure? I could yeah, probably yeah. make something. No, I'm good. I'm good. I just, you know, you guys go ahead. The carnival's really fun. We've made a whole plan. I don't want to mess it up. So you guys go have a good time. Shadow's here. He, he'll probably make sure I don't die. I think he can at least do that much. It'll be fine. Well, we did plan on going, uh, didn't we? I yeah, and we I bet did. the carnival workers are all excited. Word's probably gotten around that the bosses are going to be there today. You don't want to let them down. That would be terrible. And mm. Plus, the, there's the, the Ferris wheel crunk. You know, you, you don't want to miss that. Well, I suppose we could have a night out. Bingham? Oh, hi, we could do that. Okay, well, you two have fun now. Jack does the, like, he's, like, shoving you guys out the door. Yep, oh, don't forget this. Here's your backpack. Yep, okay, you got that? All right, you guys have fun uh, now. Shuts the castle doors. Uh, all right, uh, okay. I think we were just ditched. Did he, he really did seem quite eager about it, didn't he? Well, I suppose you want uppies? Oh, no, Trump you will don't. offer you a hand. That you can oh. literally step into. Are you sure? <laughs> I already offered, didn't I? That's true. Kim will step up. <laughs> and off right. we go. <laughs> so you two are going to the carnival. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. And Jack, what are you doing? I'll go hang with the jugglers. Once Crunk and Gingham are out of the township. All right. I love it. Can't be caught. Let's start with you, Jack. No, this was for you guys. So you can have some team bonding time. Some bonding moments. Are you changing the performance type? We're going to try to anyways. Sure. All right. Go ahead and make me a performance check. Let's oh. see if you can. I don't know if I can't. Am I good at performance? I've not ever done this before. Let's see. Um, I'm okay. I'm trained at least. Right. That's all you need. What are you trying to change it to? So they're just juggling right now, right? Yep, I quite well. Doing a good job. Hmm. Why don't you give me a second to think about it and okay. see what Crunk and Gingham get up to at the carnival? 
You got it. All right. Crunk Gingham, you guys are hitting up the carnival. It's a little bit sinister and creepy as always, but always a good time nonetheless. Yeah, why don't you guys go ahead and make perception checks? Watch us both fail. And I'll let you roll separately, or you can choose to have somebody assist if you would like. I feel like we probably have comparable perception, so we might as well just try and hit two checks. It also seems likely that you guys are... It feels right that you're separate. (laughs) It does feel right that we're separate. I'm looking out for myself right now. 34. 31. Hey, 34 (laughs) and 31. Crunk wins. Oh, also of note, Chase, my master trainings today are performance and thievery. Oh, I'm okay. sorry, Katie. I, I, you were master in performance, ready to go juggle with the jugglers. Really, you know, you just ruined everything. I'm just trying to make. She's a ruiner. You guys will immediately get a successful recall knowledge as soon as you recognize this foe. But as you guys are at the carnival, hanging out and doing fun things, there's lots of cool performers. And one performer really catches your attention all of a sudden. He's a very tall gentleman that's doing some cool tricks. He's doing like back handsprings and acrobatics, and it's pretty awesome. But then after he finishes a back handspring and he lifts his hands tall into the air, he says, hey, watch this. And then his skin just starts to melt and deform until he looks like this. Uh, oh. I hate that. I hate Who, this who's so gonna describe much. it? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's a naked alligator that's a bipedal and has a long fucking tongue like the size of my arm and glassy brown bulbous eyes that just leech outside of its fleshy fucking face and its teeth are all snaggly and they come out in all directions i hate it i hate it i hate it i hate it yeah the alligator's been turned inside out it's bad it's It's like if you saw an alligator that was made out of intestines yeah that's exactly what that looks like uh-huh okay i'm glad i didn't go to the carnival <laughs> yeah i'm really happy that you put this on us instead yes yeah. indeed <laughs> all right very cool i'm trying to see like do you get that later what i mean the horrifying image is here now i what, what later. are we gonna get later is it delayed horror i it, nightmares just wait till it really hits you katie (laughs) right all right you guys want the recall knowledge yeah let's talk about this is a banyada not much larger than dogs the typical banyada scavenger is a wharfy misshapen tangle of flesh that walks on stumpy legs sometimes on two and sometimes on four plainly amalgamations of meat and gristle, few of which appear in the same color or texture, Banyata scavengers have a horrifying mottled appearance. Their bulbous heads split into a maw with blunt teeth that shift about within their mouths to grind food. Banyata scavengers prefer living prey and usually hunt in numbers, often following in the wake of Banyata behemoths to snatch up any scraps left behind. Offense, defense, or special abilities behemoths yeah hmm him, you choose how do we kill it it's the defense they have no immunities they have weakness 10 to slashing damage and they have resistance 10 to bludgeoning 
Their best save is Reflex. Fortitude and Will are both their worst saves. Everybody claps for the trick as that guy shifts into that. Some people think it's very cute and they go pet it. And he turns back into a very tall carnival man. And that's that. Okay, then. Crank, I don't think I liked that. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. That was horrific. Get up, come, come here. Get up on my uh, shoulder. We're uh-huh. leaving, okay. and I'm just gonna take off at like a steady run, like a full tilt, at like a 45 degree angle sprint back home. Gingham's We're clutching. Leaving. We're getting out of here. Shoulder. Okay. All right. It was a good day at carnival. You guys left at nightfall. You probably had some fun games and treats beforehand, did, and then did that we? just. You know, that just ruined your day. Yeah, it was the end, because you had to spend eight hours there. So That's that was true. the cherry, the sour cherry on top of everything. <laughs> sour cherry. All right, Jack, what kind of performance are you trying here? Oh, my gosh. I was so transfixed with the horrible alligator that I forgot to finish thinking about what I wanted to do. I think I will do... Can the, Can these jugglers talk? Do they have mouths? Yeah, they got mouths. Okay. I want them to do stand-up comedy. <laughs> stand-up comedy. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Okay, go ahead and let's roll the performance. It could be, maybe I'll just broaden it like to comedy. If they want to also include acrobatics, but it should have a comedic spin. Think like the Blue Man group. Obviously, they don't talk, but they had had do some impressive stuff, but it's funny. Uh, okay. Like Dick Van Dyke? So, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like acrobatic jester type work. Yeah. Okay, let's see how well you teach him, Jack. Roll performance. Okay. Oh, good. Is Jack <laughs> not very Jack. good? He rolled a two. Gosh, is this worth a hero point? <laughs> Do you really I mean, want to use it right now? I don't just... know. I have two. Do I want to? Maybe I'll just let it stand. This is kind of funny to me that Jack sucks at this and nobody laughs at his performance. It's like horrific at this. <laughs> it's really. Did I critically fail, Chase? Yeah. Yeah, okay, leave then it. I suck at this. I'll, I'll leave it. I'll let it lie. Wait, no. why? Do you no, think it's going to be it. bad? Because Chase said there's penalties. Are there leave penalties it. to trying to leave change it. the performance? You don't know. We don't know. Jack, he said it. that trying to Jack's change it funny. could be bad. No, I thought I he said, said it could be I good. Said it could have could positive be. or negative consequences. Okay. Uh, critically failing. I mean, failing's fun, too. Leave it. Come on. All right. Come on, Jack. I'm going to leave it. Don't be funny. I'm going to leave it. Jack turns into a banyata. (laughs) (laughs) I saw this the other day at the carnival, and people seem to get a kick out of it. (laughs) Here's my reasoning. Jack is used to much drunker crowds and also human audiences. Simulacrum have strange senses of humor, it turns out. And he does not, he just never, even through the whole performance, he just never quite gets a handle on it. You just have lots of juggling and blank stares and silence. It's kind of awkward. You look yeah. over at Shadow and his twine mouth is diagonal. <laughs> oh, no, even Shadow doesn't like it. Come on, guys. You you know that one, right? With the banana and the clown. You guys have heard that one? No? Somebody gets like one of the pins they're juggling and just gives you a little bonk on the forehead and people think it's hilarious. And then they go back to juggling. Okay. Okay. Cute. Very funny. Yeah. Ha ha. All right. Fine. You guys have no (laughs) senses of humor. I'm out of here. Come on, Shadow. So diva. You just don't get me. Yeah. The problem is with the audience, not with Jack. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. (laughs) All right. At the end of the day, 
So anything else you guys are doing tonight? You Did you say you're heading out tonight? Yeah. Yeah, let's do okay. it. You guys gather after a day of failed comedy and successful sightseeing at the carnival. You guys gather up in the Harrow Court. Got your arches in front of you. What are you guys doing? So then the clown throws the banana. <laughs> the funniest joke I've ever heard. I knew, in my I, entirety. knew that, I knew it was a hit. <laughs> Jack with a banana and a clown. That, that one always kills every time. Yeah, Gingham. Uh, what? I don't get it. Okay, well. What? Shadow looks at Crunk and stares at him as Crunk's like bust in a gut and his little diagonal mouth quivers and opens again a little bit and goes <laughs> and then it goes back to a diagonal line. I didn't like that either. That's two things today that I didn't like. I'm picking like. the door and we're going through it right now. I okay. just can't handle this realm anymore. Uh-huh. This one. Theater. Let's go. Okay. All right. See you later, Shadow. <laughs> you guys are stepping through the mist into the archway of the theater. Yeah. As we step through the mist, uh, Krunk's going to just mutter to Jack, do you think that when we get back, Shadow's going to be more sentient? And just pff, disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please share your thoughts with us in review and maybe tell a fellow geek about it. If you like what we do and want more, you can find all of our links in the show notes, including our YouTube, where we've posted all of our actual play videos. You can also show your support by purchasing dice and accessories from Fanroll Dice with the coupon code LEVEL1GEEK for 10% off. Now, go take a long rest, drink plenty of water, and we'll catch you next time. Plus, you're a very good teacher, Chase. Oh, thank you. You're all right. Thank you. You're a bad teacher. There, now we have all three levels. Now Chase doesn't know what to think. Is he good? Is he in the middle? Is he bad? I don't know. Yeah, you sound good. Em just needs to use her ears. Oh, yeah. You probably should use those, Em. Honestly, kind of rude, Tori. I didn't realize this was a day where we were going to fight each other. I'm not the one ignoring Katie on purpose. So. I, I, oh no that's oh. understandable i'm i should be ignored she, she's just following protocol